What's up, everyone? Welcome to Bench. We are the Tobar Brothers. Joey here, joined by my brother, Angel. What's up, man? Hello. It's hump day. Wednesday. It is hump day, October 18th, 2023. This is episode number 41, Famous 41s. Alvin Kamara. That's the uh, first football one that came to my head. Alvin Kamara, obviously Saints uh, running back his whole career. Yeah. He's played his whole career at the Saints. You don't see that. It's very rare nowadays. It's pretty cool. Go, go, uh, good for you, man. Yeah. Usually at some point, the running back's pissed off. He's been good for a long time. That's all that, that tells me. Avin Kamara, um, I thought of Dirk Nowitzki. Oh, another legend. Dallas Maverick forward legend. Yep. Uh, still the most impress- impressive NBA Finals run I've ever witnessed. Ever? Yeah. He went through the, the, uh, the Kobe Lakers, the Durant, Harden, Westbrook, Thunder, and then the Heatles, and then LeBron and, and D Wade. Yeah, that's that's the most. I mean, he had. I mean, I don't want to get too much into this, but he didn't have very much in that team either. So he's one of the goats, Dirk Nowitzki. On this episode, we're gonna get into the news. <laughs> we'll get into the news and a long list of injury updates, and we'll get into all of them uh, because you need to know that for fantasy because it's uh, it's the dog days of fantasy. fantasy. It is. It's it's here. As uh, in the Benchwarmers League, by the way, I am now 4-2, so I am sitting pretty. In my other league, I am 1-6, so there's always a give and take here with fans. You're either really good or really bad. Yeah, so. Benchwarmers League, I'm at 2-4. and four, so Yikes. Not great. Not having a great uh, season so far in that league, but, you know, see how things shape out. Let's give a little shout-out to uh, first place in that league is Glasses Jacket Shirt Man. AJ Woodson six and zero. Yeah, you know these six and zero teams out there. It's uh, pretty tough. I this yeah that the Benchwarmers League is gonna be tough because there's a lot of good teams out there. So yeah, uh, yeah, very that, that league's great. I haven't looked at these standings in a bit. Four and two. Um, Slime McNuggets at number two. Where's your boy at? Where's your Five boy? And one. You are. God, man, you suck in this league. I'm four and two. We don't suck. It's four and two's good record. Oh, you weeding boys? Oh, you're three. Sorry. Yeah, three. I'm, uh, God, I'm at number nine. I got to go on a run here. Yikes. And that's why we're going to do injury updates today. So you can make that run. You yep. can uh, go find that guy who's going to win you a championship. It's called a league winner, my, uh, my friend. Yeah, we'll also do version 7.0 of Angel's Heavenly uh, Top 10. Um, some shifts, right? Some yeah, changes. Uh, some top five shifts and bottom, bottom uh, the bottom tiers. This you kind of kind of now seeing who's who and who's and who's for real and who's not. So then we'll wrap it up with a Thursday night uh, football preview as the Jaguars and Saints hook horns. Yeah, and uh, that's gonna be a, that's a that's a matchup that I didn't know was gonna be this fun. It's gonna be a good game. Yes. Uh, if you're following on YouTube, thanks so much for following the show, faithfully sub, uh, subscribing, watching the videos. If you're not subscribed, please subscribe. It's your first time to the channel. Welcome. This well, is Bench with the Tovar Brothers. We're just a couple idiots who love football. I don't keep like waving like this, like an old man. Yeah, there's an old man I'm wave. Wave the cameras. Like the if you're listening, that is the double hand yeah. rotating yeah. only at the wrist. Yeah, sorry. Um, that's a perfectly fine way to wave, though. That's how you want to wave. Um, I'll just choose not to do that anymore. Sounds good. Mm. If you're new to the to the channel, thanks so much for joining us. Like I was saying, we're just a couple idiots growing up L.A., Loving the NFL, picking random teams. I'm an Eagles fan. He's a Broncos fan, as you can tell here on the wall. And uh, thanks for spending just a couple minutes with us talking NFL football. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify, wherever you hear your podcast, thank you so much for joining us there. Please uh, leave a review if you can. It's always helpful. And then follow the show between the show on Instagram, X, and TikTok. Search at Bench Show uh, to keep up there. Let's get into a game recap.
Dallas Cowboys and the Los Angeles Chargers uh, faced off on Monday Night Football in mm, Inglewood. Inglewood. They're in L.A., but with mostly Cowboy fans in the stands. Yeah. Um, except for one Chargers fan who got a lot of FaceTime, who uh, Angel believes is not a real person. No, he's real, she's a real person. She's an actor, though. They paid her to be there. Right. Yeah. I'm not sure what the... Because purpose that what that would have because they the Chargers are setting records with the least amount of fans in in, in, in the NFL stadium. So why not plug a very enthusiastic, over the top fan just to prove? People, oh, look, we have these fans. Why so prove that though? Like, what is that? What is that worth? Because the Chargers, it's marketing. Chargers need like we need to market that, that we have fans here. People won't follow someone who no one else. A fan. So they couldn't have just found a fan for free that was in the stands and like that. Like the way she. You was don't think doing? there was at least one super fan there? Like the way she was doing it. No. You don't think there's. Someone j- dressed up to head to toe in Chargers gear, they could have just hey, just film that guy. But they didn't. That, that's what I'm saying. But but they didn't. That's not a good point. They, they didn't could, know could, that, could they have done that? They knew what that guy's gonna do. They knew what she was in because they paid her. Hey, yeah, they the did. Whole, they knew exactly. He do the same thing. They're both gonna cheer at the Chargers game. Nah, what do you mean they know what's gonna do? He's just such a pawn, dude. It's crazy. No, that's not a God. What a stupid conspiracy. If that's a conspiracy, no, no. And what I'm a not, useless and also, waste of money. And also, I'm not the only one who thinks this. So it's not like some. I'm the only one. A lot of people think this. Yeah, I mean, Tom Pelissero already reported that she's reported as a uh, season ticket holder. So she's going to be there quite often. Apparently, they've been running this gag for years and just now pulled the trigger on putting the camera okay. on her. I want to see her in two years do, do, be, be, be the same person. Stupid point. No. The Dallas Cowboys lose to Los Angeles Chargers in the Kellen Moore revenge game. Yeah, it kind of sucks that he lost. Yeah, I, I want him to win. I just don't like Mike McCarthy. I mean... Yeah, my we we think I think during the game, every time we showed they showed his face, I mean you're like, I just don't like him as a head coach. You know why you don't like him? Because you just don't respect him. Yeah, you, you're just like, bro. We know where your balls are. Whose desk they're Sheesh, on? She's coming in hot right now. They're on the Jerry Jones desk in a little jar that says, "We'll be returning these if if we don't make the playoffs." It's the truth. Listen, listen. That's a real take. That's real. That's more fake fake uh, fans in the stands. That's you. I think your Eagle fandom's coming out a little bit right here with the Cowboys. With the Chargers? The Cowboys. Oh, the Cowboys? Yeah. You but, just said you felt the same but way. You're, but you're true, though. They showed, who was the uh, the coach uh, who won for the Cowboys 88? They they showed him last night. He was there. Jimmy Johnson. Yeah, they showed Jimmy Johnson, not in the booth with Jerry Jones. And that was the last time the Cowboys had a real coach who was, like, called his own shots. And what happened, he got fired after winning a Super Bowl. It's just, McCarthy's just... Seems like just an old man stuck in a young man. Oh, that's game. your Broncos fandom coming out. Why? I don't know. Anything negative about the Broncos? Oh, here we go. Yeah, exactly. Either See way. doesn't make sense? Either way, I wish the, the charge would have won. Dak Prescott with a pretty good bounce back game. Uh, threw for 272 and a touchdown. Also had seven carries for 40 yards. Turning back the clock, Dak. Yeah. Uh, and a touchdown. Justin Herbert played okay. Yeah. Um, there's that's... a couple of things I'm concerned about in, in L.A. Mm-hmm. Well, there's one thing. Quentin Johnson. A big red flag. Many people were expecting, with Mike Williams going down, obviously, for the year, possibly more, that Quinn Johnson, this first-round pick out of TCU that was supposed to be... All, I mean, people were kind of giving him a pass because he had Mike Williams and Keenan, Keenan Allen in front of him. And Josh Palmer's not a slouch either. Yeah. Um, but now, it's a, you assume it's time for this guy to step up. It's time for him to take a real role in this offense. He's basically a Mike Williams clone. Yeah. Um, but we haven't seen anything. No, I, I think I saw a stat. He hasn't... Eclipsed twenty yards yet, or two catches in a game yet, and he's been the starter since we, what? Was that like week four? He went down, so he has a couple weeks now. Now that you can't do the oh, his first week as a starter, 
This is what they they and they need you in these types of games. They these, will need, if they're going to do anything this year. They're going to need Quinn Johnson to play a big role in this offense. Yeah, it can't be Josh Palmer's playing really well, but they need they need a yeah, different they, type of player. Yeah, they definitely need him, and it was just uh, it was, it just sucks to see because he was picked before Zay Flowers, who we love. Dallas uh, Cowboys defense did. I think we should give them credit here um, for a lot of the tough because there's a couple players who had tough games. The other one is Austin Eckler in his first game back after the injury. Uh, 14 carries, just 27 yards. Did he look? Did he look good to you? He looked like he's been out for a while. Yeah, uh, I, he looked like he's out for a while, and yeah. you know, first game back, and he also looked like he got punched in the face right before the game. I don't know if you saw that. Did you see that? I did not. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, I did see that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the defensive end for Fowler, Dante Fowler. Yeah, I did see that. Punched him right in the mouth. Um, that, it, with the, with the with the uh, that'll wake you up. Yeah. Uh, and after that, he had 14 carries for 27 yards. So maybe that yeah. maybe has something to do with it. Um, but yeah, the defense I, I think pretty much handled uh, Kellen Moore's offense, which is a big win for the Cowboys. You're a Cowboy fan; that's that's what you want to see. But Herbert wasn't really on last night because I saw a couple of mi- where he just missed guys. Yeah, I know he's playing with that broken finger on his non-throwing hand. He's always but playing hurt. Still, like he he uh, he he was off last. He wasn't he wasn't he wasn't very sharp last night. Yeah, Pollard played um, pretty well. Um, uh, fifteen for thirty. Yeah, but six catches for eighty. Yeah. So he was he was a little spark plug. Most of that coming on one really amazing play, spinning off a tackle and and uh, he got caught, which to me is like, all right, last year's Tony Pollard is not getting caught. Um, I don't know, maybe hey, some explosive. Tell you what there. though, this is abundantly clear. We said it multiple times last night. They need another playmaker bad. The Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, they're pretty much force feeding C.D. Lamb, and besides that, Brandon Cooks with four yeah. catches, thirty six yards, Gallup. Ten targets, three catches. I mean, just Gallup, not another guy yeah. to to eat up the the, uh, the the targets there. Yeah, Gallup dropped a dropped a, uh, a touchdown. I think in the first half, and yeah. then uh, Cooks had a touchdown late. But you don't really see these guys making the big difference. They're kind of just guys out there right now. This offense seems to be missing um, Dalton Schultz too. I feel like the easy completions are stable. There. Yeah, a stabilizer. Yeah. Um, but all that being said. They win twenty to seventeen. Yep. Um, a much much needed bounce back win after that 49ers embarrassment. Yeah, and this is in prime time, so you won in prime time. So absolutely, the national thought process and like the like national look is like, oh, they're still a good team. So yeah, this is tough for the Chargers now. They're two and three. Um, Brandon Staley, I I just don't like him with the Chargers. I just because he, <laughs> he was in the red zone. He made another crucial. Fourth yeah, fourth, and he yeah. he keeps doing this stuff where it's like take the points. Stop, not everything in a game that ended in you know a three point difference. Yeah, that you could have been tied. Going yeah. t- take this into overtime, you never know what could happen. Like yeah. I, I don't, I don't like Brian, uh, Brandon Stanley. He's here. just left too many points on the field. Exactly, in close games, and exactly. it's just it's really hard to watch. Cowboys there with the bounce back victory, four to two. That is a game recap. Let's get into the news. The news is brought to you by 818 Brewing. Let's get to the injuries here. Um, I mentioned a bunch of injuries in the last show, so I wanted to follow up on all that. Yes. Um, as we move through um, week number seven now. Flying right through the by. week here. Um, you have to make a lot of decisions here soon. As, by the time this show is aired, your waivers have already gone through for fantasy, so um, I hope you pick the right guys. We can, like... This is a very important. This is honestly, I think in, in fantasy football, this is where you really separate the 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 boys from the men. 
Mm. Bye weeks are coming up. Mm-hmm. You know, bye weeks are here. You know, um, injuries are just. We're going to read the list right now. There's a lot to pivot from. Uh, who do you need to pivot to? All those things. Okay, so let's get into uh, Justin Fields, quarterback of the Chicago Bears, dislocated his right thumb, and is now listed as doubtful for Week Seven. Adam Schefter reporting that a source told him um, it would keep Fields out, however long it takes for swelling and stiffness to reside and strength to come back, so he can grip the ball. Um, he, Schefter says Week Seven is doubtful, and you should probably also think Week Eight will be as well. Yeah, this sucks. You, he was just. Just getting hot, too. They got hurt. This sucks. This sucks. And if I see another Chicago-based newspaper shout out the backup quarterback who's not just in fields, that's crazy. That's, I'm still mad about that. Yeah, I saw that, too. I saw uh, t- Trevor Badgett. Yeah. Tony Badgett. Yeah. Um, that's crazy. They were so quick to turn on Justin Fields. That's a terrible take. For a, for an organization that hasn't had a quarterback, to turn on Justin Fields this bad, so I, I don't quickly. really understand it. Or just this, this, this quickly. I just don't understand it, but no, you need Trevor Lawrence. Or sorry, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, uh, back ASAP to be relevant at all. Yeah, uh, moving on here, uh, Trevor Lawrence. That's why I said his name. Uh, Jaguars quarterback has a left knee sprain and is listed as questionable. Although um, Tuesday, when we're recording this show, he told reporters that he is optimistic that he will play Thursday against the Saints, just with that minor knee sprain. I saw him at practice there with a big old brace. So maybe he's just playing with the brace for a couple weeks. Yeah, I, I'm sure. I'm sure he'll 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 be fine. Probably keep a lot of the movement stuff out of the play calls, like you know Thursday night. Yeah, they move him a lot, and he runs every now and then. So that will probably take a hit. Yeah, so probably just a lot, a lot of shotgun, like out, you know, out of shotguns, kind of kind of play calls. Raiders quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo, um, also listed as questionable with a back injury for Week Seven. Mm. Uh, look for either Aiden O'Connell or Brian Hoyer. To be under center against the Bills. Both are not very good. Not great options. Uh, quarterback Ryan Tannehill. God, what a rough week it was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, high ankle sprain. Um, on the same ankle he hurt last week. Last, Sorry, last year. Uh, last year he, he hurt this ankle, same way, in week seven. And missed two games, returned, played six games, re-injured it, and that was his season. He's, he's, he's getting up there in age. So this just be a lot of yeah. years of playing quarterback. It's kind of adding up now. Uh, he was seen on crutches. X-rays were negative, though, so not a fracture, but um, high ankle sprain. That'll keep you out for a while. So either Levis or Malik Willis. Uh, so uh, if he can't go, Malik Willis will start, and then Levis will probably be on the roster, but or on the as the backup. Tough if you're a Titans fan. Um, this has kind of been, I don't know, quarterback Anthony Richardson. It's been reported that he will. It's it's no one will say like he's going to have the surgery. It's always he'll likely. Most likely. Leaning towards. He, he for sure will. You know, like, uh, he's just given the surgery, end of season. Colts don't make a mistake in trying to get this guy back. You don't need Anthony Richardson this year. Yeah. In the grand scheme of things. Yeah, Ursay went out and said that he's probably going to be out for the season. So. Yeah. But no one's said, like, he's going to commit to that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, either way, um, you're not going to win the Super Bowl this year, even if he is healthy. Just call it a loss year. Get, get your rest of your team together just yeah. next year. Uh, Lions running back David Montgomery. Ugh, well, it looks seems like a painful injury. A rib cartilage tear. Mm. Uh, out week seven, potentially out through the week nine bye. Uh, he'll get nearly a month off if they go through that bye. So that yeah. seems like the way to go. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jameer Gibbs, looking like he may return from a hamstring in- injury um, and play here in week seven. If not, they right. have Sonovan Knight. Craig Reynolds. Uh, Craig Reynolds. Yeah. And I believe they signed someone. Uh, I forgot who they signed. 
I forgot, but no one that would matter. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's most likely going to be Craig Reynolds. Um, Christian McCaffrey <clears throat> was listed as questionable for a uh, with a oblique and rib injury. Most likely not going to play. Uh, Fantasy-wise, he's been your savior if you have him on your team. In real life, he's been the whole offense for the 49ers. Yeah. And you saw what happened when they didn't have him on the field last week. Yeah, it's a it's – that's a real test for Purdy to manufacture um, drives without the easy yards McCaffrey gets. Yeah, so we'll um, see. Purdy will be tested for sure. Yeah, I think they're who they play. They're playing the uh, the Vikings. God, <laughs> my mind is all over the place right now. Uh, they're playing the Vikings this week. Should should be able to win that game without him. Uh, Kyron Williams sprained ankle, likely out week seven. Uh, I'm gonna just come go through a couple of these here. Damian Harris. Um, he'll be out at least week seven, possibly more. Debo Samuel listed as questionable with a possible AC joint um, sprain. And Garrett Wilson, right ankle sprain, actually will play um, in week – it says play, we'll play week eight. That has to be wrong. Why would I get a week eight? I'm going to say week seven. Uh, Garrett Wilson, sprained ankle, most likely will play anyway. Uh, that's the injury news. That's just a god, yuck, to even go through that. Yeah. Um, but just so you know, that's where they are as of Wednesday. Um, but stay, stay. I would stay on that. Check, be checking those all the way through the weekend. Yeah, it, right up to kickoff for fantasy too. You, you got to keep in mind all these injuries, and sometimes when you, p- people have these injuries, they start to panic and drop guys who they shouldn't drop or be oh, waiting yeah. on. Yeah, kind of pick up those kind of guys. So, yeah, opportunistic. Yes, sir. Uh, into some news now. Seven-time Pro Bowl wide receiver Julio Jones is signing a one-year deal with the Philadelphia Eagles, reuniting with uh, former teammate AJ Brown. Um, Eagles need some depth at receiver. Uh, Quez Watkins just went IR. Uh, they have Alameda Zacchaeus behind, of course, their starters, um, Devonta Smith and A.J. Brown. Julio Jones, I think, adds some depth, can play, I think, any receiver position inside, outside, and obviously many big games. Doesn't need – he can definitely play in the slot. But I just – I haven't seen him play a long time. I, I, don't, I don't know what's left in it. But I, I, but yeah. he's not asking – they're asking to be some star. They already have two great wideouts. So just go in, and it's such a low-risk, high-reward high situation. I love it, yeah. yeah. As, as an Eagles fan, I think uh, – He's, he's a great fit there. Just go spring him in, and if he has um, anything left, then Just you someone have. you trust. Yeah. There hasn't been a lot behind um, A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith, that you really trust in a big moment. We saw Quez Watkins drop a couple of big passes there in the playoffs yeah. last year. Yeah. Packers signing former Jaguars, Patriots, Giants, uh, running back James Robinson. I have a feeling um, this guy's going to be on every team by the end of his career. Yeah, it's the end of this year. I mean, this, this guy's bouncing around. Oh. Um, maybe he'll actually play for the team he signs with now because that's another thing he's done. Yeah, signed with them and then never never actually play with them. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll see. This this kind of spells trouble for uh, Aaron Jones. I think that hamstring's kind of lingering on. They don't know how long, so they just need some, some more depth. The puck, the Packers running back situation is kind of interesting because it was kind of thought of, of as to be a strength. Of yeah, yours. for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And AJ Dillon has disappointed. I think that's fair to say. He had his first okay game last week, or be, before their bye. Think about that. Like, like first okay, it's yeah. been bad. Yeah. Um, and Aaron Jones has been hurt. Yeah. And so it has not been the strength that they kind of thought they would have to support Julian, uh, Jordan Love. Yeah. And then um, they were one of the surprise teams in the uh, Jonathan Taylor sweepstakes. Right. And right. we were wondering, oh, why would they do that? And now, oh, this is why. Yeah. Uh, Rams have signed running back Daryl Henderson, old friend, to their practice squad. And uh, running back Royce Freeman to their active roster, so they're gearing up to be without Kyron Williams. <laughs> I thought Henderson uh, for a hated. Bit. Huh? I thought Henderson and McVeigh had beef. No, no, that's that's Acres. No, but I thought they when 
when Harrison got cut, he tweeted something. something. Oh, did he? I don't remember that. Oh, whatever. Either I way, I thought it was Acres who had the beef. Yeah. Either way, this is good because they're pretty hurt. Henderson back in L.A. and uh, Royce Freeman there. They'll probably just fantasy wise. I mean, let's real quick. Rams running back has been a pretty um, successful position to be in, but Zach Evans, Dale Henderson, Royce Freeman. I don't even want to touch it. Ronnie Rivers still hurt. Yeah, I'd probably stay away from it. Uh, this one's – I didn't think I'd see this this year, to be honest. Uh, Cardinals quarterback Kyler Murray could begin practicing as early as Wednesday. Good news. I thought he was going to be out the whole year. Sounds like Murray might return to play the season after all. Uh, McManaman says that Coach Gannon hinted very strongly that Murray, who has been rehabbing a torn ACL, is making enough progress to return a warrant to the football field and begin making his way into the starting lineup. That will be a nice boost for them. I mean, they're – yeah, one one win, but it doesn't really seem like it because they play so hard. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, why not see see if he's got anything left? This is his last shot to be the Cardinals' uh, quarterback next year. They could just draft somebody. So, right, and you probably need to show him a little bit. Yeah, and, and, and I'm sure for him, he wants to put out tape. Like, I still have it. I right. can still, yeah. So uh, that's the news brought to you when a brewing. A lot going on. A lot of injuries going on. Make sure you're um, following all the social medias to stay updated at Bench Show, and also uh, stay on that Twitter get the latest on these injuries. Yes, for sure. We're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to get into version 7.0 of Angels Heavenly Top 10. Be back. All okay, we are back with Angels Heavenly uh, Top 10, version 7.0 here, going into week number seven. And uh, he promised some changes, so let's see what he has. Angels Heavenly 10. A few changes here for the Angels' heavenly top 10. Start at number 10, the Seattle Seahawks. They lost to the Bengals this week, but um, I'm not too, too, too worried about them. Gino isn't playing how he played last year. Um, and if, if, if they lose one more time, they're going to be out of this top 10. But as of right now, I like the roster still. I like the head coach still. I think they'll bounce back. At number 9, the Jacksonville Jaguars on a three-game win streak. This defense creates turnovers. The offense plays boring but smart. Doug Peterson has his team playing smart, focused football. At number eight, the Baltimore Ravens. This team, honestly, is just hard to read at this point. They have red zone issues. They have running back issues, but they still win. They're much like the Lions where they just kind of find ways to win. Next man up seems, seems to work for them, and, and that lands about number eight on the top ten. At number seven, the Cowboys. Big win against the Los Angeles Chargers. Devin showed up when they needed to with a late sack from Micah Parsons and a pick from Stephon Gilmore. Um, they still need another playmaker on offense, but I still like this team enough to be top 10 at number seven. At number six, the Buffalo Bills. The Bills are just going to ruin me emotionally every game. Uh, <laughs> they won a close game against the Giants, which they should have won by big. But uh, this team just, this just does how they play, and we got to get, get used to it. Josh Allen, a little banged up. Just keep your eye on that. But at number six here, the Buffalo Bills. At number five, the Miami Dolphins. Okay, so they, their five wins have been against teams who, who have a combined record of 5-24. and 24. Their one loss is against the Buffalo Bills, who are 4-2. and two. So this week, they'll have a nice test against the Eagles in prime time. So we'll see what this team's really about. But right now, the fifth-best team in, in the NFL. And number four, the Detroit Lions. They keep losing key players, but they keep winning big games. They won a huge game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and this team just... Keeps rolling. I am uh, all in on on this team, and uh, that lands about number four. At number three, the Philadelphia Eagles. 
Lost a Ew. heartbreaker to the Jets. Uh, I don't think we'll find another game where Hurts throws three picks. I'm not too worried about this team. Uh, they're obviously trying to figure out offensive defense still by signing guys, so I think they make another trade. They're their third-best team in, in the NFL. And number two, the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs have now won five straight games, despite not looking too smooth on offense, but this defense is the unsung sung hero. They're mm-hmm. playing phenomenal. They are keeping these, these scores low enough to where the Mahomes can put up enough points to win the game. And at number one, the San Francisco 49ers. Despite Purdy's worst game of the season, and despite losing CMC, Trent Williams, and Debo Samuel, only lost to the Browns by a missed field goal by a rookie kicker. I'm not going to punish them about that. They'll be just fine. I'm sure whoever they're playing next, I don't even know who they're playing. They're going to win and look just fine. Uh, but as of right now, they're still the best team in, in the NFL. And that is Angels Heavenly Top 10, brought to you by nobody. So that's version 7.0, Angels Heavenly Top 10. Um, I was looking at this list earlier when you sent it to me, and I just I don't see a lot that I disagree with. Mm-hmm. I would have the Jags above the Ravens, um, maybe even the Seahawks above the Ravens as well. I'm not really sure what the Ravens have done to kind of warrant them being above those two teams. Um, but that's really just picking at the back of the list. I think it's a pretty solid list. Um, it's a couple of just names I, I, I would say that make me happy to see is the Lions number one at four. Yeah. That is so fun to me that like the Lions are sitting here at five and one, leading the NFC North, yep. and they are not fluky. No. This team is legit because they're legit in the right places. Um, they're legit on the D-line. They're legit on the offensive line with Aiden Hutchinson, and they really haven't even started helping him too much yet. Yeah. If they uh, maybe go get a Frank Clark or go start adding now to this defensive line, um, I love it. I love it. They're, they um, they stop the they stop the run. They have some dogs in the in the defensive secondary. They're going to get Brian Branch. There's a fly in here. It's driving me nuts. Uh, me too. <laughs> uh, Brian Branch. He he'll come back. Yeah. Uh, they need that dynamic and player in the back end there with CJ Gardner Johnson gone now. Um, love that the Lions are there. Just absolutely love them. Yeah. Jamison Williams, Elmer Ross, St. Brown, Sam Laporta. Young studs on offense. Yeah, I'll tell you what, though. The Dolphins at number five, that can go up and down after Sunday's game against the Philadelphia Eagles in primetime. Because we, I got to see this team go against some dogs and then see what happens. I, not, I'm not calling them fool's gold at all. But I just would like to see them have a, have a signature win against a good team. You know, like, so like are, the Lions' signature win right now is against the Chiefs week one. Right. That's their, that's their key win. So right. I want to see them do that kind of stuff. Um, I was playing around earlier with where how I would rank the uh, the five and one teams and the four and two teams. Um, I guess that's kind of a version of, of a top ten because that's where everyone is except for the Seahawks. Yeah. Um, I think I'm I'm right on board with your five and one teams, but that's kind of where I got into with your four your four and two teams. Let's go to the back end of your list here. I do think the Bills belong there in in your second. The Cowboys I struggle with because. I don't know. I think I. I just. I really like the Jags, and I really like the Seahawks. Okay. And I feel like if the Seahawks played the Cowboys right now, I think the Seahawks would win. What about I, the Ravens? We're, like, I mean, I'm just not very high on the these, Ravens. See, these three teams for me—the Cowboys, Ravens, and Jags—are all in the same kind of space for me, where they're not. You don't really know if they're great, but you yeah. know that they're good. Yeah. So you kind of which yeah, one? Yeah, I'm not like disgusted. Yeah. They're in your top ten. No, yeah, yeah. It's just, just harder where they are because they're kind of all. This, I, I would probably yeah. have Ravens at ten, Cowboys at nine, mm. and then uh, and then uh, Seahawks, Jags, Bills. I, that's probably how I would go. Yeah. But yeah, they're call, kind of all here in the, in the same in the same bunch here, just waiting for someone to 
to separate. And these are all four teams that, well, not so much the Seahawks, I guess. They're more of a surprise. But the Jags, Ravens, and Cowboys were all teams that we thought preseason could be at the top of this list. Yeah. So I think our belief in them as a team, um, even though it hasn't matched their on-field production yet, is kind of keeping them, you know, there. Uh, and then just a couple almost in the hunt teams or in the hunt teams. If the yeah. Browns get Watson back with that defense. Yeah. And if the Bengals keep staying right, obviously the Bengals can be Bengals can be easily the top one of the top five teams in the league, right. top three teams in the league. They just got off to a terrible start. Yeah, so I mean they've fallen from you had them at what number three? I had them, yeah, I had them high up. They fallen because they were one and two and they weren't looking good. Bro was hurt. Now they're they're five hundred now. They're not even over five hundred yet. So let's you know, let's see if they can get right. They get a bye week and then and then. They start their tough they start schedule. their season. Yeah. yeah, tough schedule. Very tough schedule. I will say too about the the Eagles are about to go through a gauntlet here. I I can see the Eagles falling in your in your rankings here for the next couple of weeks because they're about to face probably the toughest stretch in the NFL. Yeah, um, I'm trying to pull it up right now, but um, they're gearing up. They're but they're still very hurt. They need help in the secondary. I could see them here falling uh, probably to the back end of your of your. Um, of your list. This week they have the Dolphins, obviously a very tough game. Yeah. Um, after that, they'll take on the Commanders, who play them tough, but that's their easiest game for sure. Next stretch. Because then they go Cowboys, Chiefs, Bills, Niners, Cowboys, Seahawks. That's playoff teams all in the top ten. Yeah. I mean they 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 play just some dogs there. I mean yeah. I mean you, you tell me win loss. I and just just say. Uh Dolphins at home. They, that that's a win. I have the win in that one. Away at the Commanders. Oh, yeah, I'll have to win that one too. Okay, so two and zero. Oh. Now the guitar here. Um, at home it's Cowboys. These division games so hard. I'll just call a loss there. Okay. Uh, at the Chiefs, that's a loss. Uh, home against the Bills. Win. I, I think right now that'd be a loss. That's to these, me that'd be a loss. It's these divisional it's so games tough, you though. don't know because the Commanders can win, can beat them, and the Cowboys can beat them. Because I mean, look at just look at this three week. I mean, I'm just looking at the schedule. Right? I mean, this. Just the five-week stretch of Cowboys, and then the middle, Chiefs, Bills, Niners, and then Cowboys again. It's not. It's, a, it's, it's just a, such a tough yeah. uh, stretch here. So I can see the Eagles at some point here falling in your in your settings, unless they, if they go through that and Real, but really still quick, looking though, good. All these top, these top teams, there's a pretty, it's a pretty deep list of good teams in the, in, <clears throat> in, in the league like right now. Right. There's a lot of good teams out there who can easily go on a run. Plus, you have the Bengals just sitting there. On the outside looking in right now. So, like, it's going to be a pretty nice, you know, middle part of this NFL season. Yeah. Yep, that's Angels um, Heavenly Top 10, version 7.0. We're, look, we're looking for a sponsor. So looking pretty strong. If you know anybody. Let's get into a Thursday night uh, preview as my throat is falling out of my pause. Whew. I tell you what, it is... It is it is fall. You know how I know it's fall? Because I've had a cough that just that, won't go away. You got them allergies, man. <clears throat> man, I've done... This week, I have I have uh, sinus. I mean, you too. Sinus. Yeah. Boogers like crazy. Uh, just... Uh, hey, I've, been, I've been able to... The ringer. I've been able to to <clears throat> kill this stuffy nose thing I have still, but... Yeah, it's, it's at that time of year. Uh, is it too early for Christmas still? You know how I feel about that. Checking in on that. October 17th. Yeah. Post, like, November, November 1st, it'll be passable. Jeez. Yeah, two months. All right. 
Um, the Jaguars and Saints yep. are playing on Thursday night football. This game is it's a 41.5 over under. I feel like that's kind of... I'll go under. Yeah. It's going to be a defensive game Do for you sure. know that there's a record amount of unders this year? Games are just underperforming. Because they, a lot of teams are now doing that too high thing where it's like, you're not going to beat us deep. You're going to beat us, get in the wall. Yeah, so I could see, yeah, that's probably why. Um, as if I know, but that's, that's my guess. That's my guess. The uh, the wise guys have this game at Jacksonville minus one. So Jacksonville is slightly favored. Uh-huh. Um, but I, I do agree. I think these are two very evenly matched teams. They're yeah. playing in New, New Orleans at the Caesar Superdome there. And um, I think it's going to be a very, very competitive game. Uh, Saints are disciplined and tough on defense. They always have been. Yeah. And on offense, they do. It's not that they don't do enough. But for games like this, I could see them getting because they have their their wideout core is very good. They yeah. don't get talked about enough. Uh, Michael Thomas is still not hurt and still playing well. Olave is just no talk. He's a very good wideout. And then yeah. uh, he hasn't been. Heat is good too. He hasn't like blown the top off like many thought he would as like the superstar. Yeah, but he's yeah, but he's been very good. Yeah, he reminds yeah. you a lot of Scary Terry when he was young, when he was like you know rookie like just good, not great. Yeah, but still going to be give up if you don't. You know, treat him properly, he'll still kill you. Um, let's look at the Jags real quick here. They are thriving on the ground. Travis Etienne having a great year, kind of quietly. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of carries, averaging four yards a carry, already up to almost 500 um, on the season, five rushing touchdowns. He's looked pretty good, and it's a good thing, too, because this passing game is not exactly what we thought it'd be. No, they, we talked about this on Monday's show, they, they kind of just take what the, what the defense gives them, which is just plain smart. Yeah, uh, Trevor Lawrence. Almost up to fifteen hundred yards. That's good. That's good for ninth in the in the NFL. Seven touchdowns, three interceptions. Taking care of the ball decently well there. Yep. And um, he's going to be injured in this game with a defense that can get after the quarterback. Let's see if that affects them. Yeah. Uh, they'll need to run the ball here. Um, let's talk about the receivers because I mean, fantasy wise, it's you never know who's going to be the guy that week. Yeah. It's Zay Jones, Calvin Ridley, Christian Kirk. They seem to throw it all. Really, the only fantasy wise pass catcher you can rely on is Evan Ingram. Yeah, he's the only one that's getting the consistent because he's the, the only, same role yeah, every, every exactly. Week. Yeah. yeah. Um, but as far as in in real football, their effectiveness, I thought this would be a little bit more high fly because yeah. I think those are all very talented dudes. Yeah. And yet, they haven't been that aggressive on offense. I'll say, like you say, they kind of take what's there. Yeah. Yeah. You would. I mean, as a football fan, you want to see the you know let's Trevor Lawrence be the three hundred fifty yard per game passer, but it's just how they win. Uh, this is how they play, and they're winning this way. So much yeah. like the Falcons' play style, you might not like it, but it wins. You know, it wins most times. They're winning this way. So they're they're winning this way um, because of their defense, for sure. Absolutely, like the well, offense can play like this because their defense is playing very, very well. Absolutely. Um, Josh Allen has been phenomenal this year. Are you up to seven sacks on the year? Yeah, six uh, tackles for loss. He's been a stud. Underrated guys, and also I keep I say it every time I watch the. Yeah, you do. I know what you're going to say. Walker. Yeah. Uh, so who could they have drafted? Who was in that draft? Was that the Hutchinson draft? Um, I, it, think, I think it was. Yes. Um, yes, it was the Hutchinson draft. They, cho- they chose Chavon Walker. Let, let, let me let me look up a stats real quick, and then you just kind of. Yeah. Uh, Darius Williams has also been um, pretty standout. But really, the, have you heard of Andre Sisco? Be honest. The safety. He is playing like he is. He's probably the best safety no one's talking about. The best defensive back no one's I talking about. I did not know that. He is killing it right now. 32 tackles. Uh, on the season already, three interceptions. Um, he's just—I know—I know in the PFF scores he's thriving. 
and on the um, individual matchup scores when he's in coverage, also thriving in that area as well. Do you have that? Yeah, I do. Uh, for this number one overall pick, which shows an over Adam Hutchinson, he has a career six sacks. Just remember, this guy's number one overall. So you, you expect more. I don't know why you do Walker like this. Because I want to see more. He's like, not a star, but he's, he's a good player. If he were anything what he was supposed to be, this team, this defense would be even better. Okay, yeah. Go on. Go in on the guy. No, I, I, I'm sure I'm not the only person. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely not worth the number over pick. Yeah. yeah that's, I totally agree with you on that point. Like, this year, two and a half sacks. Like, not amazing. Not amazing, but good. Not amazing. I, I, I just want to see more. I want to, but maybe he's just one of those guys who takes a couple, a couple years to get going here. So. I mean, to that point, he came into the league at twenty. He's twenty two right now. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, so maybe it takes me a little time, but right now it's not. Yeah. Look, it's not. I'm not impressed by his play. And watch him tomorrow or when there's not now go off for like. Five I know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the other side here, where Derek Carr has not been the savior uh, that the Saints thought who, he would who, be. Who would have thought? Uh, he has not pushed them into Super Bowl contention like they maybe they thought he would. Uh, he's averaging six and a half uh, yards per attempt, which is good for 25th in the NFL. It's not very deep or good. Uh, two and sixteen yard. Mm. Yep. Uh, two and sixteen <laughs> yards per game. Uh, just sixty five percent completion. He's not. He just hasn't looked very. He's okay. Effective. Yeah. He's just kind of okay. okay. Five touchdowns. The interceptions. Nope. Um. They do have a couple, like you, like you said, they have good weapons on this team. That's why everyone's so excited about yeah. Derek Carr. Rashid Shahid is kind of very good. Yeah, yeah, overshadowed Home-grown by Olave and Mike Thomas. But yeah, he, that guy's a player. Um, and Kamara just does Kamara things. And yeah, Kamara back just, now, just good. Um, you, we need more from Derek Carr. It's huh? it's it's hard to see this team with this talent just year after year not be able to maximize it. He's in that same realm. Of quarterback, where it's like, you're not the problem, but you're not the answer. He's yeah. the definition of that guy. He's not hurting the Saints. He's also not helping them get to another to another level. Yeah, and as usual, this defense is tough. It's they're just good, mean, man. They're, they don't they don't even age. These guys are like 35. They remind me of the of the Bengals. It's just a tough, yep. well coached, disciplined defense yep. that is just not up and down. They're just always play sound football. Yep. <clears throat> and so um let's pick this game. I'll have I'll take the Jag- New- I'll take the Jags here. In New Orleans? Yeah. I want to so badly. I think I think Trevor Lawrence is going to struggle this game. Okay. I think the Saints are that good and I think Derek Carr at home in primetime. Oh, um, Derek Carr primetime action. I huh? think Derek Carr maybe rise. I I always want then then me that's my fault too. I always want to believe in Derek Carr. Cuz he's a nice guy. Cuz yeah, he's a nice guy. He throws the ball really cool. Yeah. He throws the ball like a baseball player. Yeah. Um his rolled up sleeves and everything. They're going to be at home and he, that super dog gets rocking. Tell you what. That that team does primetime games so good as far yeah. as the fan base. Yeah, that's what I'm I, saying. You love seeing the fans there. It's always <clears> a good game there. It's in turf. So like it's never any weather you have to worry about. It's just a right. good football game usually. I think I think the Saints pull this one out. I think um, it only takes about twenty one points to win this game, though. It's a defensive struggle. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, maybe I I just have the feeling that we're gonna see a, like a random touchdown, a random turnover. Like yeah, Derek Carr's gonna come out. And I was just gonna over. say the same yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. So I that's why I lean toward the to Jacksonville because they're hot with turnovers and Derek Carr's not doing too much. So I'll this lean that this way. is the kind of game that will be decided by who takes care of the ball. Yeah, exactly. Who, it who, really will yeah. be. So I'll, t- I'll take Jacksonville. Um, that's a Thursday night preview. Very excited for that game. Should be a lot of fun, especially if you like defensive football. Before we go, um, 
if you don't follow NFL Rookie Watch on Twitter, go follow them. They're really fun to watch. They're really good. Um, always looking, always updating on the current rookies and looking ahead to next year's draft. Next year's draft happens to be one of the most exciting drafts in recent history. It's going to be phenomenal. Uh, Caleb Williams, obviously, he uh, is dominating all those headlines. Who's that? <clears throat> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Absolute star. I want you to tell me if you agree with this. They put, they, uh, this is, usually they're pretty fact-based. Okay. Like, it's just kind of like, this is what it is. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, this is, though, a very opinion-based um, tweet. Tweet. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Hold on. <coughs> Jeez. Um, current NFL quarterbacks that Caleb Williams would start over. I want you to tell me yes or no. Oh, man. Okay. Right now. Be, be respectful, please, with this tweet. Dak Prescott. Yeah, I'll take Caleb Williams. Mac Jones. Next question. Daniel Jones. Next question. Russell Wilson. Next question. Justin Fields. No. No. I don't think so either. Okay. Uh, Kenny Pickett. uh, Yes, obviously. Derek Carr. Yes. Okay. Um, Desmond Ritter. Yes. Sam Howell. Yes. Brock Purdy. No. No. Uh, Deshaun Watson. No. Kirk Cousins. Uh, No. God, no. Um, Matt Stafford. Stafford's been good. So, no. Zach Wilson. <laughs> yeah. Josh Dobbs. Yeah. Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Jimmy G. Yeah. Jordan Love. No. No, I don't think so either. Um, Ryan Tannehill. Yes. Geno Smith. Ooh, that's no, a tough one. No. no? I, I, I love Geno. Um, Bryce Young. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. And Gardner Mitchell. Um, that's an interesting list. When I first saw it, I, I literally could. It's almost like that, that argument of, oh, the best in college <clears throat> is not as good. <laughs> Jeez, I am struggling. The best college isn't as good as the worst team, or is better than the worst team in football. Right. I hate that argument. I don't know if you're going to back that argument. I hate that. This thing. is the vibes that they uh, gave me. That's what kind of exactly. was the turn Exactly. Like, okay. I mean. Like, a couple years ago, Bama could beat the worst. No, they can't. It's different. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, literally Bryce Young was, not Caleb Williams, but he was that elite yeah, college quarterback. exactly. So don't be too disrespectful here. <clears throat> um, it is very interesting, though, to see. The, this is, I mean, we've seen Trevor Lawrence come to league. We've seen Andrew Luck come to league. We've seen Joe Burrow come to league. These super hyped prospects. I don't remember anything like this. This might be the most hype, the most, like, this guy is for sure a Patrick Mahomes I mean, level player. We see the effect already. We don't know teams that are tanking because they won't say it. How many teams have put on their Twitter account, have put on their whatever, Kib Wims waits after every loss? After every loss, you're down closer to, to Caleb Williams. Yeah. He's affecting the league already, not even being in the league because people want him so bad. He's this generous prospect, best one since Andrew Luck or Peyton Manning, obviously, and I'm missing one, uh, Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. So, um, And then also there's other – I mean, we haven't done any drafts. I haven't done any draft stuff late, uh, yet, but I know there's like five good quarterbacks in this draft. So if you don't like your quarterback now, start now so you can start tanking and get another one <laughs> and then just – these guys will be on the Broncos next year, but um, uh, or they'll be on the Panthers. Actually, that's what they'll they'll be on. These teams who just regenerate quarterbacks. Um, uh, yeah, he's affect. Kip once has affected the league already, and we don't even know it. He he's causing teams to lose. Yeah, he's out. He's affecting win loss records right now, having not played one down in the NFL. I tell you what, I mean, I, we got to go, but the Bears have such an interesting decision coming up. With <laughs> you have the top two picks. And you have Justin Fields, who has looked really bad at some points and has looked amazing. Those two games where he threw, like, eight touchdowns and one interception, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, He looked like, oh, this is a guy you could build a franchise and a 
like a Super Bowl team around. Let me kick you a scenario. I'm the Bronco fan. I have a, I'll think a certain way. Okay. Yeah. Say the Bears call you Sean Payton, George Payton. Okay. We'll take your number three year pick for Justin Fields. Wait, what? Would you trade Denver's number three overall pick right now, right gotcha, now gotcha. three, okay, yeah, yeah. for Fields? Would you do that? If oh you're the, if you're, so <clears> say straight up? No, say Caleb Williams is gone, and say Drake May goes two. Okay. Would you take number three overall for Justin Fields? Because the Bears would have already said so we're that, gonna we're gonna choose Field, uh, we're gonna choose Williams over Fields. So right. so that means they have Field. Would you trade number God. three? Would you go number three overall for Justin Fields, <coughs> or would it be more of a team? It obviously kinda? matters who's there. Um, that'd probably be Marvin Harrison. I'm guessing if if Drake May went second, yeah, um, or or Brock Bowers or one of those guys, yeah, I'd probably say no. I, I think that's I think I'd be selling pretty low. Number three overall? Yeah, I think you get more than that. I think you get multiple picks first. Oh, I'm saying like, with, okay, okay, gotcha, okay, gotcha. Yeah. I was yeah, wondering because like, no. those, those top, you know, quarterbacks go in top 10, those 11 through 20, I wonder if that would be enough to get Justin Fields if they want to move on from the field. <clears throat> a lot of teams like the Falcons and teams that are going to be have good records but not good picks, like the yeah. Buccaneers, these kind of teams would be interested in a field if they were. I, I think that situation is so weird to me because I think if they are going to trade fields, it's mm-hmm. going to happen before the draft. Yeah, it's gonna. Yeah, it's, uh, it's. It's. I can't wait to see what happens because yeah. I want to see if they believe in. It's gonna have two, let's not get too ahead of ourselves, but God, it's coming. Yeah, it's gonna be crazy. It is coming. That's our show for today. Thank you so much for joining us. That is Wednesday's show. Enjoy Thursday night football. Should be a good time. Yeah. Saints Jaguars. Uh, follow us on social media. We got a lot of stuff going up. We want to hear your fantasy questions on yep. Instagram. Search at Bench Show. All those things. We'll see you Friday. Bye.